You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. All right, the divisions have been decided. Champions are about to be crowned and legends born like Taylor Heineke. But what about you? What's in it for you? I know it's your time to win in the NFL playoffs. You've waited and watched all year. Maybe your team had a good season. Maybe your team had a bad season. How about you have a winning season in January? My bookie, the industry's leading online sports book and casino, and it's not Hard to understand why. Thousands of lines to bet on your favorite sports. NFL, NBA, college basketball. Check, check, check. MMA, soccer. Check, check. They've got all the latest odds, period. Take advantage of my bookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, basket, touchdown is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. Visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Just use promo code ZABE when you make your first deposit. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. The best part is they make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit, including credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, and more. Whether you're at home or on the go, your laptop or on the phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid on the games you knew were going to end up the way they did. Bet, win, and get paid at my bookie. Today on the Zabecast, well, it's a heck of a day to argue sports and crack fart jokes, isn't it? As the Chinese proverb said, may you live in interesting times. Once again, way too interesting for my likes. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We'll look ahead to wildcard weekend, and he'll no doubt take his victory lap on his Dabo take from last week. Your 45-minute dose of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Well, to quote Uncle Vern Lundquist, in your life, have you seen anything like January 6, 2021? That was highly unfortunate. A very sad day in American history, or perhaps a glorious day. It all depends on your perspective. And I know you're going to say, what? How could you say glorious? We don't know what's going to come from this. If this was a drunk hitting rock bottom, if America is truly in what I call its fat Elvis stage, then maybe this rock bottom is the start of finally getting sober or getting some help or getting, I don't know, something. Or it's just a prelude to things getting worse. And that could be the case. No matter what anyone says about what happened today, it happened for a reason. The conditions were ripe for a storm to erupt. And you have to accept that if you're going to be an intelligent thinking person. You can be against what happened, which I am, and I wish it hadn't happened, 
But you have to accept what were the conditions that led to this storm. And if you think it's only because Trump had whipped up his MAGA boys into a frenzy, then I think you're missing a much larger picture. The country is not just too divided, as some people say. It's too closely divided. That's the real problem. It's a 340 million person nation. Beautiful, glorious nation full of great people. Hard workers, family people, and all ethnicities. Getting along, well, I want to say just fine, but I'd say that there is divisions being brewed up by the politicians on both sides and, of course, by the media and by social media. But still, for the most part, America's great. You have neighbors, I have neighbors, I have friends, and many of them across the political aisle, and we get along just fine. 340 million person nation in which this particular election, kind of like the last election, hinged on about 50,000 votes in four states. That's it. If Trump loses going away in those states and in others, it's a different story. Today doesn't happen. You can't just motivate a bunch of people to do something absent of a compelling belief already existing in those people that, hey, wait a minute, something wasn't right here. 75 million people voted for the guy. That's 10 million more than last time, give or take. He was rolling through election night, outperforming 2016 in many of these bellwether counties. He shocked people in South Florida. He won the state of Florida going away. He won Ohio comfortably when that was supposed to be close. And then suddenly at 10 o'clock, when the betting markets, seeing this incredible momentum and Gauging on the, oh shit, he's really performing well here, 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 here. This is going to wipe across the country when the betting markets flipped. And remember, they're exposing themselves to financial losses by doing this. Doesn't mean betting markets are right. It just means that they analyze things as seriously as they can. About 10 o'clock, the betting, uh, when the betting markets began to turn heavily towards Trump, the counting stopped in Three different states, four, something like that. And then everything went sideways. That doesn't smell right to a lot of people, no matter what you want to say. It didn't feel right to the 75 million that voted for Trump, 10 million more than last time, and the fact that he carried more counties this time than he did last year or last election cycle. Now, look, it could have been on the up and up, People just didn't fully believe that, and for a lot of good reasons. And I got completely blown away and dismayed when I saw some of the recount footage from some of these election offices around the country. I I saw some poor election staffer in Georgia trying to explain to some observer with a cell phone what was going on in the recount. And he's got literally a stack of boxes higher than his head behind him. And he's pulling one off. He's like, well, hold. Well, we're working on it, sir. Just give us time. And he puts a box back and he's looking around. I mean, who can fucking trust that? 
Seriously. Even if your side won, be honest. Who can trust that? It's a shit show. So no matter if you think that that stoppage and the absentee balance that many of us don't trust for a second. Oh, no. Mail by vote by mail is totally secure. There's no fraud. Get the fuck out of here. Half the country does not believe that. The other half that says they do only says so because they know it helps their side. It's not safer than in-person voting. But anyway, even if the stoppage was legit in four different states, and even if the absentee ballots that were being counted are totally above board, a good chunk of the 75 million who voted for Trump didn't feel right about this, smelt bullshit. And there are stacks of sworn affidavits about voting irregularities, if not outright fraud, but they couldn't get into a court of law to make their case. They were pretty much rebuffed in every instance. That means there's no fraud. Well, it means they couldn't get into the court system for a variety of reasons. So they don't trust the system. But remember of the, what, how many people were at the mall yesterday? 100,000, 200,000? Maybe not that many. Let's just call it 100,000 minimum. How many got into the Capitol? 500? Something like that? I hope they're all prosecuted. But then again, we saw what happened over the summer. And that's what's rubbing a lot of people wrong now. Because many of the people that got in there don't trust the system. They're sick of their elected leaders or masters in that big granite building far, far away that wastes their money hand over fist, year over year with no regard whatsoever. They're mad at all of them. This was as much about Nancy Pelosi's illegal haircut as it was about Mitch McConnell stopping the $2,000 relief checks. And it's about being old enough to remember, you know, June, July, August, when the phrase mostly peaceful was being used by the media as buildings went up in an inferno behind CNN reporters' heads. And I know Jay is going to come on in just a bit, and he's going to say, well, what if those were black people storming the Capitol? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, not a single Black Lives Matter protester was shot this summer, and there was a lot of opportunities for that to happen by by police. Maybe they somebody was shot by somebody else. I know a Trump supporter in Portland was shot and killed, and I know that innocent people were shot in some of the riots that happened over the summer. But a white woman got shot in the neck and died today. And you know what? I'm not saying, I mean, obviously it's tragic, but this is the kind of thing. Play dumb games, win dumb prizes. Hate to see it, but still. That said, scoreboard, one nothing. White person shot unarmed. No black people got shot this summer with all the stuff going on all around the country for days and weeks. Somebody tweeted, you know what? It's almost like some Americans get really mad when you strip away their voice, their vote, their right to work, their right to keep open a business, their right to send kids to school, and their right to celebrate holidays with family members. Yes, that's wrapped up into this. But again, it's not necessarily wrapped up with the 500 or so people that actually stormed the Capitol. There's... Nine, there's 99,000 
900 and, well, wait. <laughs> if I'm counting 100,000, there's 99,500 of them, let's say, that just came to a protest to go, you know what, we don't feel like this election was fair. And then they dispersed. So yeah, it, there's a lot wrapped up into this tinder keg. Remember, conditions have to be right for a storm, and they have been building and building and building. Big tech censoring voices on the right, voices that merely dispute sometimes what the government says about the coronavirus. That too goes into this stew of anger. And when you turn politics into a zero-sum game, you can't have a platform, you can't have a job, you can't have a voice. If you disagree, then sooner or later, with no political party batting for you and watching other people do shit all summer, someone's going to go, hey, I think we can get away with this. Of course, there's uh, guys like old Fredo Cuomo. Remember old Fredo Cuomo? That's right. Chris Cuomo, this is what he said over the summer. Hold on. As the problem. Now, too many see the protest as the problem. No, the problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets. Persistent and poisonous inequities and injustice. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite. Yeah, so that was him over the summer. But of course, Cuomo and others will say, but that was justified. That's racial inequity. Well, this is a bunch of Americans that felt like their votes were discounted because the election wasn't on the up and up. Whether or not that's true is besides the point. You have to run elections that convince the vast majority of the public that they are fair and they are on the up and up. And just because Trump was fanning those flames, which I don't deny, doesn't mean that the tinder wasn't there. I can say with confidence now that there's two and a half parties in the country, the Democrats, the Republicans, and now sort of a Trump-centered populist party that we'll see if it has any staying power. The Democrats and the Republicans are basically the same. And this new party that has sort of been spurred to life by Trump winning four years ago will find a new front man or front woman because the populist party that is forming is sick of the elites. They're sick of Nancy Pelosi laughing on late night TV eating a $12 a pint thing of ice cream and yucking it up with Jimmy Fallon during a pandemic and a crushing lockdown. And they don't really like the old line Republicans either. Trump happened because people who are conservative and love traditional American values realized that the Bush family, the Romneys, the McCains, the Rubios, and all those other, you know, Asshat Beltway Republicans were fucking worthless. Bush was a nice fella who just got savaged for eight years and he left office with a 22% approval rating. Trump fought back. Maybe that's partly why he's still at, he, I think he won some poll for the most admired American knocking uh, Obama off the perch. I find that pretty amazing, but whatever. So that said, today was an allergic reaction to the toxic chemicals that are building up in our republic. And once big, bad, orange man is gone, and he will be shortly, the toxic buildup will only subside a little. It may be replaced with additional 
toxicity in a move for revenge or cleansing, and I fear that is going to go poorly as well. So I don't know, man. It's bad. I hate it. I wish we could focus on football, go to a fucking game, eat at a restaurant, pick our kids up from school. But well, here we are. Can't change what happened or where we are. You can only try to understand perhaps the other side. Nuggets 123, Timberwolves 116. Nikola Jokic, the Joker, 13 of his 35 in the fourth. He got two T's in this game, one for hanging on the rim, another for arguing with a ref. Uh, By the way, T-Wolves rookie Anthony Edwards, he was the NBA's 1-1. I forgot about him. 15 points as he is embarking upon his rookie season. All right, time to talk to Notorious J-A-Y. Hello. Can I start with something mildly amusing? That's the only thing you've got going today, so try it. <laughs> Don't blame me. I voted for Kanye. Mildly funny. <laughs> I knew I'd get you there just a little bit. Son of a bitch. Notorious J-A-Y is in the house. How are you doing today? Oh, um... You know, trying to process it all. Sad, depressed. Yeah, I don't think I, I haven't. I but mean, but I'll get over it though. See, I, I'm learning to take a much broader view of the world and everything. Because you know what, Jay? At the end of the day, I believe that so many people in this country are so good, and our communities are still very strong. That a lot of this stuff is just a spectacular sideshow. The Republic stands, it shall go on, and the strength of America lies in her people. Wow. We've got a lot of optimism there, uh, Charlie Brown. (laughs) Well, what's the worst that's going to happen? I know for years people have been talking about a riot that will, you know, break the country in two. This looks like the start of it. Could be. I mean, they, they stormed the capital, Zabe. I know. This is this is not in Yugoslavia. This is not in China. Uh, I this know. This is literally down the street from where we once worked. I, I mean, I know. It, it, none of none of this none of this makes sense at all. Well, I'm gonna you know it's still we're so raw into it. Like there's a lot of questions that have to be answered, such as I first want to see the rap sheets of whoever they arrested just to see who they are, what they are, and everything else. And then Why I wanna... does that matter? Oh, well, it matters a lot. Why? Who are they? Where are they from? What's their backing? And I want to go that... watch. Why I is go... that the question you're asking? Well, because you don't know who some of the people were. Okay. Are you, are you... All right. We're going to get into that. Are you trying to be – this could be one of the Antifa people – that um, posing as Trump supporters, are you going to are you going down that route? Because I don't that's... know yet. Oh my god! Well, they're okay. What, well, okay. logically, Jay, is it possible there none was of some? Is... No, no, none of this okay. Is logical. Okay, none, right. Of, right. none of this is logical. Okay, well, just file that away. Again, okay, I want to see. Wait, I want to see, wait. and I want to. I want to know who the people that they arrested were. That's number one. Number two, I want to see. 
I want to know why the police let them in, why they opened the gates. Did you see that video where they yeah, pretty I much mean, opened the are gates? Are you seriously asking that question? Yes, I am. Because they're white. Oh. If this was a Black Lives Matter, wait a minute, they've shown the pictures of the Black Lives Matter uh, demonstration, and they were out there 50 deep with ride gear. This one, oh, here, come on in. I, I can't believe you okay. really. No, but minute, okay, wait. hold on, hold on. So okay, go ahead. You, so I, they were. I, I got something to ask you. So they were they were holding the line, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh wait, they're white. Let's let them in." If you really don't believe that that happened, that's that's really Pollyannic on on your behalf. That you don't believe that that if it, look, I was in Baltimore when the Freddie Gray ride started by the way, which was started when a uh, peaceful march, peaceful marchers went past Camden Yards and Pickles Pub and the people outside and started to throw stuff at them and hurl insults. That's how that whole thing started. But let me get away from that. Okay. You don't think any of this started, if, if this was a black crowd, that it would have been totally different. You really don't believe that. Well, Black crowds, along with white suburban, you know, sort of LARPers, ran wild all summer long. And they looted and burned a lot of shit, Jay. And somehow the police got out there as quick as lightning. But no, 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 the police stood down. The police backed out. Mayors like in Seattle and in Portland refused the National Guard. I, we have a capital police to, police force. By the way, a guy who I grew up with is like the head of that, and he might have been the biggest dope I ever worked. Oh, I boy. ever you know met in my entire life. Yeah, I'd love to give his name, but yeah. Anyway, we have a, we have a capital police force, and they did nothing for like four hours. But wait a minute, but let's not even get into this. Well, None no, we're this, into it. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, not that. But yeah, so. I hope that you, as a, well, you say you're a libertarian, but you, <laughs> I am. You, you lean to the right a lot. That's where libertarianism lives on the spectrum. Uh, it's it's kind of, they're supposed to be in the middle and back and forth. Well, anyway. I don't know if it's in the middle, but it's, uh, it's right of center. It's, it's basically the government should stand down from as much as it possibly can. So was, was, do you believe that Donald Trump is freaking out of his mind? What do you what do you mean? <clears throat> he basically whipped the uh, oh, right. crowd into a frenzy. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I yeah. Hitler in 1940s. Well, basically, that <laughs> it's the same kind of speech, same kind of speech. Well, you and others will true will see it that way. True or false? Uh, I, I think it's exaggerated on your part. <laughs> what? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! He didn't start all this by his speech. You've got to give me. You're way too smart for this, Zane. Come on. No, he Come he on. definitely he definitely primed the pump. He, okay, he had gasoline, lit a match, and then started throwing the gasoline on. And then, forty five minutes later, comes out with this. Still, we had the election stolen. At some point, I really think he has. He's like Woody Hayes against Clemson, right. where Woody Hayes lost his mind, and they had to put a straitjacket on him. Because he literally went crazy. 
But what you and and I think others need to at least try to get your head around is that many of us don't believe the election was on the up and up. Again, you're way too you've been you have followed politics forever. Yeah, and you're way too smart to believe that. Well, I didn't say that we. I mean, of course, we don't have perfect elections. There's always fraud and breakage on the margins in any election. But was it enough to actually shift this from one side to the other? I can't say that definitively, but half the country doesn't believe the way the election went down. They don't feel and like I, it was fair. And that's not that that's makes- not Trump filling their heads with anything. That's them observing the reality on the ground leading up to the election and what happened on election night. Okay, how does that okay, that that argument holds zero water. So the states that they are saying the election was stolen are Republican states. Republicans no. performed wait a well, minute, let me finish, let yep. me finish. Republicans performed great in every way of the race except for the president. None of that makes any sense. Well, he got he got more votes than last time. Right. And he won more counties than pretty much any president. He won all the and, bellwether states. And, it's very rare to win Ohio and Florida, and he did both convincingly, and to lose the White House. And it was basically four cities in Wisconsin, which is Democrat-controlled governor, Michigan, Detroit, Democrat-controlled governor, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Georgia, which- Hold on. Which I'm, is- I'm getting to Georgia. Philadelphia, okay. Democrat-controlled uh, governor, and then Georgia, which has a pretty weak ass Republican governor, and you know, which she stole the election from Stacey Abrams, by the way, with some last second gerrymandering. Well, okay. Remember oh, that. oh. So Remember now, that. Jay, you too believe elections in this country aren't on the up and up? Oh no, 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 no. Right? They changed the way vote. No, no, votes were. I don't know, counties were counted. I'm not saying that votes, I mean, ballots okay. or, or votes were counted. Okay. But they changed the way. So we totally found was, so we found common ground. You no, and I. No, okay. No, how did the no, left feel when say, Trump won? I didn't say Stacey Abrams was no 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 no. I didn't say votes. Donald Trump is saying votes were stolen from me. That is not true. The way Stacey Abrams lost is they gerrymandered the way they counted counties, and that's how she got fucked, if you remember correctly. Yeah. And no. And four, year, four years ago, uh, people were angry, but I don't remember anybody uh, going, to the, going to the White House. They did not the storm Senate. the White House. However, there was a pink pussy hat rally, and then the resist movement cropped up, and then the deep state swung into action to launch the whole Russia thing, which turned out to be beyond just a nothing burger. It was an outrage. They tried to put General Flynn in jail for but, something but wait, that was a complete fiction. So so why is it that, again, in Republican states, he lost, but the Republicans in that state won their Senate and House races? Well, how does how does that make any sense to you? Well, I'll tell or, you how, because okay. elections are run at a very localized level. Who has their hands on the ballots? on the doors to the counting centers, on the machines themselves. And in those four big cities, which are Democrat-controlled, that's where the hammer came after they stopped counting on election night. Now, maybe it was legit. That still doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Again, 
I'm going to okay. say it again. Republican-controlled states, he lost those. If, I, if, if I'm a cheater, I'm going to make sure my guy wins. That, I mean, well, that's just I, common sense. Here's what I have said, and only half-jokingly, and that is... Republicans, if they were... More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. CancerScreenInfo.com. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. smart would start cheating like motherfuckers in their controlled counties in the states where they feel like the big cities are cheating for the Democrats and that would then force stricter regulations on how votes are counted. Now it takes people willing to go to jail for election fraud and that takes a real level of commitment which maybe both parties don't have an equal appetite for who knows. I mean, it, it wasn't great. I don't know. It wasn't Wisconsin that the, or was it Michigan? Uh, either Michigan or Wisconsin, the the one person they had to speak up for election fraud was a drunk stripper. That she was one of the uh, she was one of the f- uh, more prominent ones, but there are others. I mean, they have a lot of affidavits, signed, but, sworn affidavits. They just couldn't get into court with all this stuff, so they really never got to thrash out the evidence in a court of law, which is so the way these, it goes. So all these judges who, by the way, weren't some appointed by Trump are going, yeah, yeah. this is stupid. Yeah. 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 They, they yeah. threw it out. Yeah. So and, including including the Supreme Court that, that was like, nah, we're not going to look at this. So. So I think here, can we agree on this at least? I said before you came on, I said, it's not just that the country is is too divided. It's that the country is too evenly divided, that we've got. Elections of 340 million people hinging on 50,000 votes in four states. Can we agree on that? What, wait a minute. What, what am I agreeing to? That, that is not so much that we're divided. It's we're too evenly divided. And so that's where all the friction is. If things move to where elections are won more easily, more cleanly, where we've got a winner by 10 o'clock Eastern on election night, then it's not that big of a deal, Right then we don't have this kind of friction. It The fact is we're so right down the middle divided. It's like in uh, weather when you've got, you know, spring uh, spring tornado season. It's the cold air from the north and the south and the warm air from the south. And when they hit right at that line, that's where all the action is. By the way, do you uh, know do you know what the numbers for the Democrats were when Bush left office in 09 with the Senate and the House? Um, I thought the, wait a minute, I thought I thought the Republicans held the House in no. oh wait a minute. Whoa. Get, get this. I, I'll give you the numbers. The uh Senate was fifty-nine to forty-one Democrat. And the House was, I think, 
242 to 180 something. Don't quote me on the numbers, but it was a huge, it was a 50 to some odd margin seat margin deal. Now that's, that's, that's something for my Republican friends who are all like, oh my God, this is so terrible. It's a 50, 50 Senate. Kamala is going to be able to break ties and they have the house by a slim margin. So they got two years to get in there and do some things. We'll see what happens in the midterms. But as a positional stance, this is a long cry from 09. I don't remember anything from uh, 04 to, not 04, Jesus, when, when was when was little Bush, Bush elected in Goma? 2000. Bush 2, I'm sorry, 2000. I remember him pretty much, I'm trying to think of something that he didn't get we went to war. Nobody stood in his way for that. Well, what, what did they? What, what did they? I'm trying to remember what they stood in the way for. Who for the Democrats? Books. Yeah, I'd have to look to see what he, you know, what legislation he tried to pass and what kind of majority or mandate he had coming off of 2000. Um, but basically, when he left office, I said before he came on, his approval rating was 22. percent He had been hammered into the ground after eight years, and the Democrats had huge majorities in both houses in Obama. And they, you know, did what they did. And a lot of people in the country liked what they did. But Trump happened for a reason to both the Republican Party, who had grown increasingly fucking worthless to many people, and he was able to be elected president for a reason. Like, the reasons for that, you know, guy getting elected exist and whether you want to attribute them to racism or white supremacy or whatever, they're there. And I hope well, they we can we can we can well <laughs> any 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 sane person can well that's not even I can't even say that. Let me I ain't know how to start this. Donald Trump played on the fears of middle to low income white people who feel like they were losing their place in this country. True or false? True. True or false? True. Okay. That's and that's why he won. True, but it doesn't mean they felt like they were losing their place to people of color in this country. They might felt. Oh, like, I that is that the, could that's that's okay. the that's the number one well, reason why any. And again, I'm not saying he's that. Hitler did. Hitler had the same playbook. Okay, a lot of Americans, Jay, feel like they were losing out to the elites who play by a different set of rules than they do, and to outsourcing of jobs all over the country. People who have to train their Indian tech support replacements working for big way, global companies like Disney angry. World. And when I call somebody and I get Punjab from India who says his name is Tom, that drives me insane also. Right. So we, we can agree. But we elected a guy who is the elite of the elite who tried to make it seem like he was just like one of us, like everybody else. Right. And that is what's right. a bunch of shit, too. Right. So anyway, okay. I, I wish today hadn't happened, although today's damage, uh, far less than damage from other peaceful protests over the summer. And I hope that they uh, arrest as many of these assholes as they can and prosecute them to the fullest. I know. Prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. Can we talk about Clemson now? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Clemson. Of course we can. Jay, I, I, you're a I, goddamn genius. I, this, you this are a like goddamn four. genius. This is like number four. And <laughs> put him in the put him in the museum of of Jay Stradamus yeah. 
predictions. I UMBC mean, I, is the crown jewel, the crown jewel of Thanos, okay? Saying the Redskins would beat the Steelers. I, I did <laughs> say that one too. That's pretty good. Pretty good right there. Uh, and and Dabo yeah. being an, an, an uh, idiot and a terrible coach, that, I mean, oh, by the way, did you hear or did you see the report that Clemson might have been stealing signs a la the Houston Astros? And yes. that's why Ohio State huddled. That, I when I read, I read that story, I'm like, whoa, this is, okay, this is a little bit serious. Right. But Dabo and his whole ranking Ohio State 11 really came back to fuck him, didn't it? I think somebody said, like, oh, it was Pat Forty. He goes, do you think that Nick Saban would have did this? No. No. Did you see what Saban did to his own daughter? Swept in and said, you fucking delete that tweet. And you shut your mouth. And she apologized <laughs> for the tweet. Can you imagine saving to his daughter? I, I listen. I, I, I ain't got time for this. All right, I got to prepare for Ohio State. I mean, you don't, you haven't even cleaned your room. All right, and now you're tweeting about. I got to beat these guys. They're really good. All right, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I, I, I used to hate Nick Saban. I really? used to not not hate him, but I just thought he was Satan. Okay. And then I've, I've come around. I've done a 180. <laughs> he's pretty like because he's good. Yeah, his time in Michigan State, like there were some stories. Like remember uh, Musin Muhammad, yeah. the wide receiver. Remember he he played for him, and Musin Muhammad did a lot of you know shady oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and he could have got kicked off the team. And Saban was like, if I kick him off the team, his life is going to go to hell in the handbasket. I think Musin Muhammad owns like nine businesses. Yeah, he's hell. really successful. And he thanked Nick Saban for that. So right. I've done a 180 on Nick Saban. Yeah. Nick Saban. Now that said, um, every coach is always like, give him a second chance. And then, you know, when the guy fucks up for a third time and then they have to cut him from the team, they're like, okay, we're, move. we're moving on. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I, I read um, after they fired Tom Herman. Oh, uh, yeah. What, How you think about, what do you think about that? Oh, it should have been done like two years ago. But did you, did you they see? They hired than- Sarkeesian, the drunk. Oh. Did you believe it? Can I tell you who was on the short list? Art fucking Briles. <laughs> Why not? I mean, Eventually, like these guys are going to get recycled. We're out of hot prospects to Rick take Pati- these high-profile jobs. Rick Pitino went back to the bench. You're right. See, Sarkeesian, I will say it again, great play caller. As a head coach, I don't know, but he's the kind of coordinator that he has 200 plays and he wants to show you every one of the 200 right, instead right, of just right, going, let's right. do this. Let's do that. Yeah. I mean, how, here, how do you think that's going to go? I, yeah, badly. Here, here comes the racial healing right now. You ready? This is where you and I are going to be hang die brother. Okay. Sarkeesian getting hired like Lane Kiffin. That's fucking white privilege right there. Where are all the brothers in college football? The young, hard-charging, smart, hard-working, young black football coaches who would love to take a decent program, not be saddled with a hopeless case. Like, uh, who is the guy New that Mexico came, State? Who is the guy that came from Buffalo that had had some success, and they gave him like Oklahoma State, and he failed in a year? Oh, the um, uh, Ken, uh, uh, um, um, uh, Turner, who was who played it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Turner Gill, Turner Gill, Turner, Turner Gill. Gill, Buffalo, and yeah. what what program did he get? And they were a sad sack, hopeless case. Oh God, not was it Kansas? 
No, that was Ron. That was Ron Prince. Wait, did I? Did you say Kendall Gill? No, I said Turnigan. <laughs> Kendall Gill was uh, the guard for Illinois and Charlotte. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, all the young hotshot assistants are, and if you go look, go go. I and any anybody want and whenever somebody hear this, hears this, please go look. Go look at any top five schools. And look at the head recruiter for each of those schools. Right. More times than not, they are young black guys who can go. Like Oregon had a sure, guy who was sure. there. Um, oh, something Williams. He's now at USC, and he got all those kids from California to come to Oregon. Yeah. There's a guy at Ohio State, Larry Johnson Sr. He used to be at Penn State. He recruited all these. You look at the the young black guys of the top recruiters from most of these programs. Yeah. That's where they are. By the way, uh, you know, uh, Mike Loxley getting her done at Maryland. They just landed this stud linebacker yeah. recruit. I'm like, I have said, though, do we really know Mike Loxley's <laughs> a good coach yet? <laughs> Come on, Jay. I'm not, Be I'm, down I'm, for the I'm, cause, man. Support no, him until he gets fired. Then you can call him a shitty coach. I'm just going to say, like, <laughs> uh, he, he can recruit. He did that at Alabama. Yeah. He did that at Maryland the first time. Uh, Turner, Turner Gill, uh, after coaching Buffalo, got Kansas. For I was, two, I was right for yeah. two years. That's the shitty. <laughs> Here you go. They, Here you go. Have Kansas. Good luck. I mean, the, the, before him, there was a black coach, Ron Prince, who was I don't know. He might have been terrible, but it's Kansas. I mean, Les Miles might get fired from Kansas, right? Can you win at Kansas? By the way, back to Nick Saban. This is my fa- This is how high strung Nick Saban is about everything. And they run through our ass like shit through a tin horn, man. And we could not <laughs> stop them. <laughs> I wish I, I had. The, I wish I had the I longer rant to that, but it was God. It was great, glorious. <laughs> I, so, li- I, li- I like Nick Saban on the sideline. All right. So that said, who do you like in the title game? Bama's minus seven. I keep going Alabama, but their defense ain't great either. No. I, so I would you, you know ex- would you give Ohio State a break and reschedule? Because I said no fucking way. They've been given enough breaks. We're playing this game. Wait a minute, but haven't they been screwed by? The, you know, you wouldn't give that. I, I, no, they got into the playoff playing six games. Uh, we're not going to move this thing back a day or two or a week just because they got some COVID cases. Find more improved, players. Suck it up. Proven they were the second best team in the nation, which well, they were. Well, for one game, they might throw a clunker out. They didn't exactly coat themselves in glory against Northwestern. The fighting or, Fitzpatrick's. Or they, had, they had two bad games. Right, exactly. Uh, Here's the way, thing. I, we don't really know who's any good other than we know Alabama's good. Like, we didn't know if Clemson was very good. You didn't think they were good. But they showed no, no, flashes no, I thought of they it. They were good. No, no, I thought they were really good. They just had their head coach was yeah. uh, a, a <laughs> piece of crap. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, by the way, Pat Fitzgerald, I had a, I had a drink with him. Not not drink. Like a few drinks with him when he really? was assistant, a grad assistant from Maryland. Yes. Okay. When, and, and Bentley's had like four or five nice. beers. Nice. Pat Fitzgerald. Yes. Nice. I can always hang. I can always hang my hat on that one. Yes. All right. So, couple things real quick. Uh, before we get to the uh, college or the NFL playoffs, I'm just going to go through the games, bing, 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 and then get your thoughts. Okay. But before we get to that, Kim and Kanye, go. If those two crazy kids can't make it, <laughs> who can? <laughs> I know. Is it By one way, of the least shocking things ever? 
that they finally flew apart? Uh, yeah, my, I had I had a futures bet on that one, and I think I was like <laughs> two years two years late. I thought it'd be done way earlier than that. I'm surprised they made it this long. Who do you think is more to blame? Probably Kim, because that whole family is Meshuggah. They can't they can't keep men. Yeah, but Kanye though a little bit unhinged. Oh, a li- well, no. I mean, after his mom died, like you go look at Kanye from '04, and then to what he is now. Like his mom died in '04, and he has come completely unhinged. Yeah, his music even sucks. Not even that good anymore. <laughs> right. You know he's worth 3.2 bill though, according to the internet. 3.2 billion. Kim is 900 million. So she may get a big chunk of his money. Oh, wait a minute. By the way, and you and I, we, we, we love talking about the divorces. Did you ever see how much money Dr. Dre's wife oh. asked in for monthly spousal support? What was it? $2 million a month. <laughs> well, you know, she doesn't clip coupons. I she really wish like, that was, Judge Joe Brown would... <laughs> Be, be presiding over this case. He'd be, bitch, is you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it's all life. on a sliding scale. He's so oh. rich. That's what. That's the price of poker, but he should stroke the check and be done with it. By the way, Dr. Dre in the ICU. I, you know, prayers up. He says he's doing fine after a brain aneurysm. Here's the shittiest part of it. They tried to rob his fucking, house. his fucking house. But black on black crime, by the way. That was <laughs> you sure? You sure it wasn't the burglars from the ADT commercial? Right. The right. white guy with the mustache <laughs> yeah. and the and Which the half very... the half hat on. <laughs> Which is very funny. I love that. <laughs> Hello, I'm a burglar with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's what a burglar is going to look like. Okay, let's go through the games. Colts at Bills. Buffalo minus six and a half. Bills big. What's okay. the over on that one? Uh, Over-under is 51. And did you see that uh, Bills fans signed a petition to keep Governor Cuomo from going to the game? So he ended up giving his ticket to a nurse. Not good good for Cuomo, then. Yeah. Uh, Rams-Seahawks, Seattle minus three and a half against the legend John Wolford. I am taking Seattle in that one because I have lost, not lost faith, Sean McVay, another one-trick pony, or is it Jared Goff? Which one should I blame? I don't know. For them, for them sucking so bad. No, I don't know. One of the two. Okay. Uh, and then Seattle. Buck, Tommy Terrific in the Bucks at Washington. The line has skyrocketed from six and a half up to eight right now as Ron Rivera says they might use a rotation at quarterback between Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke. It's going to be so much closer because, as, as they always say, if my four can beat your six, I have a shot. All right. And the Redskins four can beat the Bucks six. Woofed plus eight. There you go. I, I love the game minus six and a half. It's getting a little bit rich for my blood, though, at minus eight. Okay, Sunday, Ravens at Titans. Baltimore minus three and a half. It's, I'm taking the Titans. Okay. Bears at the Saints. The Bears have not won in New Orleans since um, Tommy – Oh, who was their wide receiver? The white wide receiver is now in radio, used to do TV. Uh, Bears have not beaten the Saints in since 1990, basically. Tommy I'm to, somebody. I'm trying to think who you're talking. Wait a minute. Wide receiver for who? Not Tommy Wardell. 
but I, I made the mistake early. Wide receiver for the Bears. Bears wide receiver Tommy. Oh, oh, he does. Ra- he does radio. Yes. Uh, uh, um, oh my, Waddle, Waddle, Tom Waddle. Yeah. Tom, not Tommy, but Tom Waddle. Tom Waddle caught the game-winning touchdown the last time the Bears beat the Saints. That's how long it's been. New Orleans, the biggest number on the board, minus 10. Ain't happening this year. New Orleans big in that one. Okay, and then the Browns at your Steelers without Kevin Stefanski, Pittsburgh, minus 6. Yeah, hey, I feel good about this one that the Steelers will win on this one. I feel really good about that one. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because have- they did not look that they did not look that bad Sunday losing to the Browns. And I saw some stuff. There's a, there's a, uh, a linebacker who just had to take over for Bud Dupree. Uh, Highsmith. I I can't remember his first name. He did not look that bad playing a lot of snaps and he's been getting better. So I am taking, and by the way, no TJ Watt. All right. Yeah. It was a lot of, yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Okay. That's it. You got, uh, all favorites except for the Wolfskins plus the eight for the record. Yeah. Good luck, Jay. And now we close out with FTG. And no, you can't say Trump. You've already <laughs> fucked no, him good. No, I'm not a good guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right. Here we go, Jay. What do you got? Have you seen Herschel Walker's son? No. After we're done, go uh, Google Herschel Walker's son. He uh, he's very uh, pro-Trump and very you know like like his dad. Yeah. And last night he tweeted, maybe we should just throw a big bucket of chicken and get Stacey Abrams um, looking the other way. Oh Jesus H Christ! No, um, he did. Herschel, her, yes, he did. Herschel Walker's son. Let me just say this. Uh, very big in the LGBT community. Oh, really? Yes. And, and if and if someone made a joke about his sexuality, he would be all hurt. But he would make something about her weight and her ethnicity. That's yeah. not very... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look good. Yeah. Google Herschel Walker's son on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. So to Herschel Walker's son, his name is? Oh, God. I cannot remember his name. <laughs> that, would, that would suck. But fuck... Fuck Herschel Walker's son. Okay. All right, my FTG goes to the executives at Peacock, the streaming service for NBC. Here's why. So they launched their own platform, right? They're like, hey, man, we can't be giving our shit away. And, of course, their franchise property is The Office, which I love. You love. We all love, right? We all love it, yes. Here's a story. Peacock's entire business model appears to be, you want to watch The Office? We've got it. Here's what they're doing. They're saying if you want the first two seasons of The Office, you can get Peacock for free. If you want the rest of the seasons, it's $4.99 a month. And if you want to watch The Office without commercials, it's $9.99 a month. Oh my God, Peacock, you're insane. Hey, Peacock. At some point, people's love affair for a show that is 10 years off the air is going to fade. Maybe come up with a better long-term strategy. So for the asshats who run Peacock, fuck those guys and girls. Ain't that some shit? And I love The Office, too. Um, uh, Our buddy uh, Sterno, just he, I talked to him today. He said he just finished The Whole Office. I was like, I couldn't believe you just now started watching it. But... We were we kind of said it's a great show, 
but the last season oh really, terrible yeah you, it's you, it's that, willie mays stumbling in the outfield thank, thank you. it's johnny unitas with the chargers it's thank oj you. as a san francisco 49er thank you joe, <laughs> it's so uh, bad uh, joe namath as a as a ram <laughs> yes exactly mm. all right jay you're the, you're the man thank you buddy by the way did you see we had a civil discussion and did not call each other names so we this did. can be done right Fuck yeah, it can be done, brother. <laughs> High five. All right, pal. Talk to you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Let's end on a laugh. Email from Chance Parker, Scottsdale, Arizona, future hometown of yours truly. He says, my high school age nephew coined the phrase safety theater in our family a month or so ago, and we were discussing some of the nonsensical shenanigans due to an abundance of caution regarding coronavirus that we have all witnessed. And that term has stuck. Has stuck. Safety theater. We now routinely discuss the latest episode of Safety Theater in which I have definitely repurposed some of your content to great effect. Here's this week's episode, however. Our local Costco built a drive through car wash to accompany their gas pumps, and for 7 bucks, my wife and I decided, hey, it's worth a shot. Now, this is not the get out of your car and have it vacuumed inside and out type of car wash. No, no, this is simply the stay in your car and ride it like it was an amusement park ride type of car wash. Well, we paid for it at the pump and then dutifully took our place in line and waited our turn. When we got close to the entrance, the attendant gave me the typical hand sign to line up our vehicle correctly, put it in neutral, and then a funny thing happened. He started pointing at his face and motioned for us to stop, stop. Of course, he was wearing a mask. For the life of me, I couldn't figure out what he was trying to communicate. Then I saw it, a sign stating a mask was required to enter the car wash. That's right. Even though he was outside and we were in the car and we didn't even have to roll down the windows to talk to him or give him a receipt, We had to put masks on before he would let us drive in. You cannot make this shit up. I would say, like Judge Smales, I don't believe it. But something tells me it sounds exactly like it could happen. If you have an example as crazy, as egregious, as bat shine stupid as that, let me know. Drop me a line, zabe at yahoo.com. Kumbaya, America. Look at your neighbor. Go to your church. Go play golf with some of your friends. Reach out across the aisle. Try to come to a cross-understanding of where we are right now and not get consumed in the vortex that the media and social media is putting us into. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great Thursday, and we will... See you next time. All right, the divisions have been decided. Champions are about to be crowned and legends born like Taylor Heineke. But what about you? What's in it for you? I know. 
It's your time to win in the NFL playoffs. You've waited and watched all year. Maybe your team had a good season. Maybe your team had a bad season. How about you have a winning season in January? My bookie, the industry's leading online sports book and casino, and it's not hard to understand why. Thousands of lines to bet on your favorite sports. NFL, NBA, college basketball, check, check, check. MMA, soccer, check, check. They've got all the latest odds, period. Take advantage of MyBookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, basket, touchdown is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. Visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Just use promo code ZABE when you make your first deposit. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. The best part is they make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit, including credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, and more. Whether you're at home or on the go, your laptop or on the phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid on the games you knew were going to end up the way they did. Bet, win, and get paid at my bookie. 